Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3, episode 332 of this daily study podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue, as we take a pause from our Come Follow Me studies and today we share a listener comment from Facebook as well as share something that has been studied this week aside from Come Follow Me. could be from yourselves if you email or uh, email it to myself um, at uh, ldsstudysession at gmail.com or if you share it on the Facebook group through Messenger, whichever is great. Uh, but this week I'll continue to share what we begin, began to study a couple of weeks ago uh, with Anthony Sweat's uh, types of doctrine. Uh, so first of all, we'll begin with the listener comment from Facebook. This relates to um, the fact about Joseph F. Smith studying and pondering the scriptures and how um, this had an impact on the revelation that they received. Uh, They said, I realized this week that the visionary process for sections 137 and 138 were really similar. Both Joseph Smith and Joseph S. Smith were studying the scriptures, Joseph Smith with the group and Joseph F. Smith alone, and learning through the spirits. They then both had a short vision Joseph Smith of his brother Alvin in the spirit world and Joseph F. Smith of the spirits eagerly awaiting Jesus after his death that made them think and ponder and study some more. After continuing in study and prayer, they then had a greater vision and revelation that helped explain the vision and is what brought us these amazing sections. How many of us feel content after feeling the Spirit answer our prayer, and don't continue in the pondering and studying and praying to understand even more. How much more could God tell us if we kept up the process even after an answer? I thought this was a really important insight because we did speak about the idea that we need to sit and ponder and reflect more in our scripture study in order to receive further in order to receive answers. That'll have an impact on us. But um, I think also it's uh, an important point that sometimes we do receive an answer and then we think that's it. But um, Elder Richard G. Scott often uh, spoke about the need to ask the question, is there more? Uh, And I think that that is something which we would do well to um, do often in our lives. Is when we receive an answer to a question that we have rather than getting up and say thank you or you know that's it right let's move on uh we need to kind of sit and think and ask the question is there more Uh, and sometimes we may find that there is further insights or answers that we can receive uh, about the question that we've asked so i think that's a really good point that was said there and thank you very much for sharing that Moving on to our um, other study uh, today, um, we're looking or continuing to look at this uh, article um, or this study which I refer to about different types of doctrine and and how knowing these doctrines or knowing what doctrine is, is very important. Uh, We studied that and then last week we looked at core doctrines and supporting doctrines, how they work, what they are and uh, what examples we, we have of these things. And now we're going to continue with this even further. 
The next type of doctrine that he speaks about is policy doctrine. Uh, and I think this is um, very interesting as well uh, to explain how um, certain policies and things like that change over time as the church uh, expands, adjusts uh, to the membership, but also over time as well. It says, quote, policy doctrines are formed as the church addresses issues in each generation to help bring to pass the eternal life of mankind. These are the organization programs and procedures that will be altered as directed by him whose church this is. Uh, present or Elder Dietrich Huckdorf taught, quote, procedures, programs, policies and patterns of the organization are helpful for our spiritual progress here on earth, but let's not forget that they are subject to change. In contrast, the core of the gospel, the doctrine and the principles will never change. Close quote. So these policy doctrines are truths, and they are truths, but they can, um, or they are based on et eternal truths and supporting doctrines. Um, so I guess in our minds, we, we may already be thinking of some examples of these. Um, Anthony Sweat continues, quote, they can include some teachings as ordaining worthy men to the priesthood at age 12, standards for dress and grooming, placing baptismal fonts under the ground, not drinking wine, and changes in church structure, such as the role of the 70s or who attends church council meetings. Surely such teachings as these have not existed in all dispensations and are therefore... Um, subject to change based on inspiration and revelation by those who hold keys to establish the laws for the church, close quote. These are important and they are applicable because the Lord has revealed them through living prophets. Um, they are likely uh, to change. They are possible to change because God reveals it through his prophets. Um, and what we find is that they throughout dispensations have not been the same um, and yet um, they are still just as important for example the word of wisdom is a, is a clear example of uh, a policy doctrine and what i find interesting with these policy doctrines is that whilst those living at the time of abraham for example uh, or at the time of moses uh, they were not asked to live the word of wisdom that we have today they still had laws of God which told them to not take into their bodies things that would not be good for them. For example, uh, wine wasn't on, uh, something that was prohibited for these saints, uh, but that's because for a number of factors, and we, we've all, I'm sure, heard some of the reasons, potential reasons why wine wasn't included in that list previously, whether it's because the, the water that was available to drink wasn't clean or pure, uh, and so it was actually healthier to drink uh, wine for those uh, individuals or, you know, the fact that wine wasn't very defined, wasn't defined all the time as new wine, which wasn't fermented. So basically grape juice or wine as we know it today. I mean, I'm not going to get into that discussion and those details, but um, there could be a number of reasons. But of course, there were some things uh, which were prohibited for some saints, for example, uh, those who followed the gospel uh, of, of the Lord um, at one time couldn't eat pork. Um, and then that was changed. Um, the law of circumcision was something which was a binding law uh, for people um, during Moses' time to follow the, the covenants that the Lord had given them. 
but now it isn't. Um, so these these kind of policies change over time, but they they are still important for those saints. And just because it, they are a policy doctrine does not mean that they are not a doctrine. So what we can't say is, oh, well, you know, tea and coffee, you know, wasn't mentioned in the scriptures in, in Christ's time, so I don't need to worry about that. Well, no, the, the word of wisdom as we have it today has been revealed by the Lord through his living prophet. And as such, whilst it is not a core or supporting doctrine, it is a policy doctrine, we still need to listen to it and follow it because it is a doctrine. Uh, and so I think that that is uh, sometimes a misconception we have about these policy doctrines, that, that because they are not, um, you know, a core doctrine as such, um, then we don't need to take as important heed to it as core or supporting doctrines, whereas in fact we do. Now, the, this idea of policy doctrines I found particularly interesting, and now we're running out of time, so we'll have to continue uh, with another extra week than I thought we would have to, uh, with esoteric doctrines next week. But they are also very interesting. We'll probably end up having a whole episode on that. So thank you very much for studying with us today. I'll share once again the article on Facebook if you haven't had a chance to read and study it. I'd encourage you to. Uh, and thank you very much for listening. And until we meet again.